What up, what up, what up? This is Dean from the Dean's List. Um, we are live on Facebook. Hello, Facebook family. Hello and welcome to the Online Living Group. Thank you for joining. Thank you for your attention. I hope this delivers some value. Um, this is the Expert Secrets book outline. The book is written and authored by Russell Brunson. Is Russell Brunson is the face man and co-founder of ClickFunnels. ClickFunnels is the drag and drop funnel builder. The best software on the planet as far as I'm concerned. And uh, got 100,000 users. Five, uh, 5,000 people every year go to their event um, because they're so amped up about using this software. It's been a game changer for a lot of people uh, just because of the simplicity of the use of it. Used to be you had to tie a whole bunch of stuff together in order to do this. Now they've made it real simple. That's not what we're talking about today. Today we're going to talk about Expert Secrets book. Okay, I suggest you go buy this book. You ain't got to buy it from me. I don't make no money on it if you do. Um, But it is one of the top marketing books on the planet. That's not me saying that. That's just me telling you what I've been told from people who would know. Um, It was uh, Robert Kiyosaki wrote the foreword for it. And he wouldn't endorse it if if it wasn't worth it. Jay Abraham had some real good things to say about it. Um, And many, many, many others. I'm not going to go into all that. We're going to go right into the outline. Uh, Last segment we did. Um, was the Epiphany Bridge. Okay, and how to set up people for the Epiphany so that they have the Epiphany. You can't tell them what the Epiphany is. You can't force them to have it. you got to set it up for them to say, oh man, to have that aha moment. So, that was secret six. Secret number seven, and secret is just chapter, chapter seven, is the Hero's Two Journeys. All right, now he lays out a schematic for all this. Many schematics drawn out in the book just to make it easy for you to relate to once you buy the book because you're going to buy the book, right? You know what I mean? Um, but it makes it easy for you to pull that out of your mind and you can remember what you're seeing. And, and every story he tells has this framework. Frameworks are huge. Everything you do needs a framework, but every story he tells has this Heroes to Journey framework. So I try to keep it visible wherever I'm at, and I try to do that. Um, but I'm not very good at telling stories, so we're gonna we're, we're gonna learn. This is what the whole process is about, man. All right, so um, this one's gonna be a rough one as far as trying not to read the whole chapter word for word, um, because every single sentence has something good in it. Uh, something you need to know to know the, the hero's two journeys. So um, let's just get started. All right, so he starts out for the past 10 years, he's focused on story selling to get people excited about the new opportunity that he offers them. Uh, he says he just told a lot of stories and he noticed that some of them encouraged his audience to believe and follow him, while others didn't have as much impact. Over time, He became better at telling stories. Um, But it wasn't until Michael Hogue 
that he really started to understand the story structure. Uh, he was introduced to a guy named Michael Hogue, and um, uh, he was able to uh, craft stories so that they always create the right environment for people to have their necessary epiphanies. There it is, the necessary epiphany. One of his friends, Dagan Smith, told him um, to listen to the audiobook about Michael Hogue and Christopher Vogler called The Hero's Two Journeys. Check it out. Um, Michael has been one of Hollywood's top script consultants and story experts for the last 30 years. Sorry. Um, he's the guy that top screenwriters and directors call to make sure that their movies uh, are following the correct story structure for maximum emotional impact is that's what you want you want maximum emotional impact on every story you do so shortly after uh dagan and russell hired michael to speak at one of the events and um he taught the heroes two journeys and this journey has been huge focus uh russell goes on to say that this journey has been a huge focus for him uh over the past five years uh, I will give context for what good stories need to be and um, it will help you craft your epiphany bridge stories. Okay, because that's what we're doing. we got to craft our epiphany bridge stories. Um, there can be layers of complexity, but at the core, they're very simple. Depending on the complexities, uh, I, you can tell the same story in 60 seconds or in 60 minutes. Um, all with the same desired effect. Every good story is built on three foundational elements. Character, desire, and conflict. Alright? Um, and he lays out that same another schematic. Character, desire, and conflict. Okay, so here's an example. Once upon a time, there was a girl named Red Riding Hood. She wanted to take a basket of cookies to Grandma, who lived in the woods. What she didn't know was the Big Bad Wolf. The Big Bad Wolf was waiting to gobble her up. So the character, Red Riding Hood desire is to take the basket to grandma and the conflict is the big bad wolf these are the basic elements of every movie book play tv show opera type of story um, of any type of story after showing him this michael explained to russell every good story is about captivating character is about a captivating character who is Pursuing some compelling desire who faces seemingly insurmountable obstacles to achieving it. That's it. If you've got those three things, then you've got a good story. Character, desire, and conflict. Dig it. Alright, so your plot statement, the first Epiphany Bridge story that you will tell is the one that got you excited about your new opportunity in the first place. Okay, so that's my, my story is, um, I broke my foot, I was laid up, I couldn't earn money for the first time in my life. I wasn't able to go earn money for myself. And uh, I started looking around online. Okay, and um, I found Russell Brunson in ClickFunnels and I found that the making money online on the internet model was a good way to go. And so, um, that's, that was my origin epiphany bridge story. I would say, all right. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I would say. Cause I, I, I broke my foot. I realized that, 
Uh, the internet model was the way to go. And I started to follow Russell Brunson and ClickFunnels and all the other gurus and educate myself on the computer. And that, 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 that. So your plot statement is the first Epiphany Bridge story that you will tell and is the one that got you excited about the new opportunity in the first place, okay? But what desire started you on that journey is the question you got to ask. What desire started you on the journey? Well, I needed to earn money for my family without using my, without physically, without physically, without physical work, without labor, without using my body. Um, what did you want to achieve? I wanted to achieve, you know, I wanted to pay the bills, Write it down. Write it down. There's an action right there. Write it down. In the book it says write it down. So write down your Epiphany Bridge story. What got you excited about what you're in, in your niche? What got you pumped up about it? What got you um, searching and searching for, you know, what other people were doing? What got you excited about it? Next, what was the conflict that you experienced along the way? Well, I didn't know how to use a computer. I didn't know if it would work. I didn't know how to do marketing. Um, I didn't have a computer. Uh, Shit like that. I mean, that was my conflict. I didn't have the knowledge. Um, You know, write it down. Boom. You've got a plot. Now write your basic plot in one sentence. Like like he did for Little Red Riding Hood. Once upon a time. Uh, Here's another example he uses. He uses him. Once upon a time, there was a guy named Russell Brunson who wanted to figure out a way to support his new family. Without having to get a traditional job. So he started selling information products. um, Potato gun DVDs online. One day, Google ads cost triple. And his little business dried up overnight. Characters Russell Brunson. The desire is to support his family. And the conflict is the Google ads cost triple. And his business dried up overnight. That is the basic structure of every story. When I'm first building out my inventory of stories, because you're going to have an inventory of stories, you know what I mean? You're going to pull these stories out at certain times to tell to get a desired effect. When I'm first building my inventory of stories, which you will do in secret number nine, I always start with the plot statement. This allows me to tell the entire story in just a few seconds if I need to. Or I could fill in the details and talk for hours. Alright, he goes in, uh, have the basic plot. Now that you have the basic plot, let's dig deeper. Okay, into each element so that you have tools you need to flesh out, flesh out your stories and really hook into people's emotions. Okay, so now he starts going deep into each and every one of these elements. Like the first one is build rapport with the hero. Uh, the first 10% of any movie is all about building rapport with the hero. So we have a vested interest in the journey. If we don't build rapport with the hero in the story, no one cares what else happens to them on their journey. If you do a good job of building rapport up front, the audience will be engaged throughout the whole thing, and you want people to get, you know... You want people to get into a rapport with the hero quickly. Um, The fastest way to do that is to connect with two or more of um, these core identities that he lists out. You know, the victim, um, in jeopardy, likable, funny, 
powerful. Make the character a victim of some outside force, so we want to root for them. Put the character into jeopardy, so that we worry about them. Make the character likable, so that we want to be with them. Make the character funny, so we can connect with them. Make the character powerful, so that we want to be like them. After you've introduced the identities, it's time to introduce the character flaws that have caused you as a hero to struggle. Sharing flaws is critical to gaining rapport. No one cares about Superman until we introduce Kryptonite. I love that. No one gives a shit about Kryptonite, you know, Superman until you introduce Kryptonite. He's an uninteresting character until he has flaws, weaknesses. And the same is true of any hero. Sometimes it's scary to share these flaws in your stories, but they are the key to building rapport. Um, yeah, man. I mean, nobody... It, it's, it's not easy to get vulnerable on film. It's not easy to get vulnerable on a podcast. It's not... It, it's just not... Um, there's things that you want to hold back and there's things that, you know, you don't want people to know. What are they going to think? And it all comes back down to status. What's everybody going to think about me doing this? What are everybody going to think about that? Um, and that runs deep in, in all of us. I mean, that goes back to putting your hand up in grade school. And what are they going to think when I get the, when I get the question wrong? You know what I mean? Status comes down to a lot of deep seated stuff. And so, um, and don't think for a minute that every decision you've ever made revolves around status. What's my mom going to think? What's my dad going to think? What's my brother's going to think? What's the teacher going to think? What's my friend's going to think? What's the neighbor's going to think? What's my boss going to think? Every decision we've ever made comes down to status. You know, what's the neighbor's going to think when I ride in? With a, what, what are they going to think if I buy a new Jaguar? You know, and then on the other hand, you know, what are they going to think if uh, if um, my car gets towed into the driveway? You know, uh, stuff like that. So everything we've we've ever, every decision we've ever made, every purchase we've ever made, every decision we made comes down to status and and in uh, in character flaws, basically. All right, so introduce the desire for something more. Every story is about. A journey either toward pleasure or away from pain. Alright, the hero must have suffered some type of wound or carry an unhealed source of continuous pain in the backstory. Alright, so and, and we're gonna get vulnerable right now. I'm a recovering heroin addict, okay, and I carry that in my back. That's my backstory. Always present, ever present. But as long as I do a few things required. I, I continue to stay sober and clean. Um, but I broke my foot. I didn't know nothing about the computer. I was a union painter that only knew how to uh, basically paint. Um, if... Uh, oh no, we're not pausing. Alright, sorry about that. We're going to decline this call. Um... If I don't do those required things, if I don't change what what uh, my career is, 
my family's not going to eat. I'm not going to be able to continue to pay the bills. We're going to lose the house we're living in, and I'm going to find myself homeless. Sober. And that part is, so in my story, and, and I haven't put that origin story out there online quite a bit. I did not, I have not gotten vulnerable with that. But you know what? I've decided recently that that is one of the things that I speak the most passionate about is recovery. And so that is the direction we're going to go. I'll always sell click funnels. I'll always sell the software for people. I'll always try to hook people up for that and in that. But um, I'll be building courses to show people how to use the tools of recovery. Um, now, we, we belong to several different fellowships and a couple different fellowships that we attend meetings at regularly. And so in them meetings, they, they do talk about those tools, but um, they don't go in depth about them. And there's some things that, that when people leave rehabilitation units, they've been handed these tools. They're coming out of a fog for the last 30 days and they really haven't heard anything anybody said. They're just trying to, you know, number one, get out of the rehabilitation unit without using, without, you know, they want to finish their, their plan that has been made out by their counselors or whatever, and they want to successfully complete rehabilitation. And so, but when they get out of there, they don't know how to actually use them tools yet. Um, you know, they tell them what they are, they show them what they are, basic, bottom line, just bare bones. So nobody goes into that deep. And in the book that we follow, the big blue book, um, there's some things that are not in there for practical use. I mean, everything's in that book that you need to survive and it's a design for living and all that. But there's a bunch of stuff that's not in there that's practical use. Um, So that's the courses that we're going to start building. Um, And so I've got to get used to telling that origin story and I'm going to have to just bear myself on camera and do it. So... Um, that's the decision I've come to because if you don't know the material that you're trying to, to teach, um, if you're, you, people will see it, it'll, it bleeds right through. Y- y'all know, y'all have seen many times that, um, I had to go back to the basics of the books. I had to go back to the basics because I started to try and teach this without just after, you know, listening to the audio book four or five times, reading it one or two, three times, and then tried to start teaching. Well, I didn't know it enough. I had to go over it because I, you know, my comprehension isn't that good. So I got to go over and over and over. And so I thought, you know what? I better teach the outline of it so I know it cold so I can talk about it, you know, fluently so I can help other people who want to replace their living, who want to replace their income with, um, you know, building sales funnels and marketing and things like that. Um, but ultimately, uh, I think our product is going to be uh, recovery coaching. And I think we're going to try and reach out to people that are uh, either uh, becoming counselors or, um, you know, work directly with recovering addicts or and then all the way to, you know, uh, loved ones of recovering addicts. And then we'll have courses that speak directly to the addict. And so, um, yeah. All right. So that source of continuous pain in the backstory. Because the wound is never healed, it causes the fear and pain that drive the character. And that is, it causes the fear and pain that drives the character. Usually the hero desires to accomplish something that they believe will heal the wound. In this case, 
I believe that click funnels and building sales funnels and and helping other people market and start a business will you know will heal that wound. There are four core desires in the scenario with the recovery thing. I think that people, if they use these tools and have a good working knowledge of the tools, a practical use knowledge of the tools, that they'll be able to stay sober longer and not relapse as often because relapse is very, very prevalent in people's lives. There are four core desires that drive most heroes. Two of them desires uh, move the hero toward pleasure and two move them away from pain. You know, uh, one is to win. Two is to to, to retrieve. Uh, so one is to win. Two is to re- to retrieve. Those got to be going towards pleasure. Um, three is to escape, and four is to stop. Maybe there are four core desires that drives most heroes. Two of them move toward pleasure, and two move away from pain. I'm not so sure which one is which. Obviously, to win is pleasurable. And to retrieve, to get something, that's pleasurable. All right, so um, so to win and to retrieve is uh, towards pleasure. And to escape and to stop is away from pain. And so he goes into those deep. To win, to retrieve, to escape, to stop. He goes into them deep. By the book. There's a lot of stuff I'm not going into here um, that you're going to need. But I can't just read it word for word all the way through. I mean, I'm already doing most of that already. And Russell probably gets pissed when I do that, I'm sure. The story... What, Carla? Um, I'll have to call you back, babe. I'm almost done. Alright. The story describes the journey to achieving the desire. But in all good stories, the hero is actually on two journeys. Alright. The one that everyone sees. The journey of achievement. Um... And then the one that's hidden, it's the journey of transformation. Uh, the second journey may not be as obvious, yet it is the key to the whole story. you got to have the transformation or you don't get to where you wanted to go in the beginning. But most people don't see that transformation. We're going to try and make that apparent. We're going to try and, that's what we're trying to do. We're, we're trying to document the whole journey. But um, there's two journeys along the way. The one that, you know, that I've told you about that I want to achieve you know, we want to build sales funnels that um, are constantly gathering traffic from attention from other people, from Facebook ads, YouTube ads, Instagram ads, whatever. And that comes to the sales funnel. People purchase people's products through those sales funnels, whatever the products may be. Whether you have a physical product or information product or storefront, you want to build a sales funnel. And so every business needs one of these. And we live here in Northeastern Ohio. We're surrounded by more businesses than you can shake a stick at. So there should be no reason why we can't put something together like this. So that's that's the evident, uh, transparent looking at. You can see that journey of achievement. That's what we're trying to get to. The transformation, however, you're not going to see that. Um, we're going to try and put that up so you can. But ultimately... Um, that's not, it's not as obvious. All right. So the journey of achievement, this is the first journey. The one that everyone listening to the story is aware of. There's a visible goal with a finish line that everyone can see. It's the reason the hero sets out on the journey in the first place, right? The audience is rooting for the hero to accomplish the journey. I hope you're rooting for me. I got to, you know, replace my income and, and do it using the internet. That's the name of the game. Um, while this journey is what drives the story forward, 
It's the second journey that actually matters the most. In fact, in many stories, the hero never actually achieves the end desire. Or if he does, he gives it up for the real transformational journey that he's been on throughout the whole story. Alright, so the journey of transformation. During the first 10% of every story, we learn about the character and the beliefs that have the that have that makeup. That, I'm sorry. During the first 10% of the story, we learn about the character and the beliefs they have that make up their identity. A particular identity is very important to the hero at the beginning of the story. But along the way, they become someone else, someone better. Um, It's almost like the death of their old belief systems and the resurrection or rebirth of a new person. This transformation is the real journey that our hero has actually been on. So they go from old beliefs, their identity, and to the essence of the new beliefs. Um, A schematic for that. One of the examples that he gives of transformation is Lightning McQueen in the movie Cars, in the kids' movie Cars, where McQueen is only worried about going to California to win the race and become famous, but along the way, he has a transformational journey that, you know, um, gets him to the point where he's about to win the race, but he puts on the brakes, stops, and goes and helps the king because he broke down and, in doing so, loses the race. And, uh, you know, the, the king's like, man, you just gave away the piston cup. And he's like, man, it's some old dude just told me a little while back that, you know, it's it's all in the, I don't even know what to finish saying it. Uh, you just gave away the cup. Uh, he said, a grumpy old race car once told me something. It's just an empty cup. So he had a transformation from wanting to, you know, be completely famous and win the race to being more about helping others and packing more into the into the stream of life and that's the journey we're on that's what we're gonna do um through this journey he's been doing everything possible to achieve his greatest desires and then at the last minute he gives them up to become something more we see the death and rebirth of identity we see new beliefs he has created we see his essence and, and that is the key to a great story. Alright, so Russell's got a breakdown of the schematics of the character, the desire, the conflict. Um, when you, you know, r- rapport, victim, jeopardy, likable, funny, powerful. The character's backstory and when they hit that brick wall. Um, and the conflict that, that, they, that they run into, you know what I mean? And then uh, the journey of transformation and the old beliefs, identity. and yes, Everything we just talked about is in that schematic. So, introduce the conflict. Alright? Desire is essential to the story because it shows the end goal. It provides a reason for the journey to move forward. But emotion doesn't come from desire. It comes from the conflict the hero faces while trying to gain the desire. In pursuing the goal, there must be a seemingly insurmountable obstacles. I didn't know how to use a computer. I was completely computer illiterate. People won't care as much if you ain't got one. If it doesn't seem impossible for the hero to get what they want, people won't care as much. Our primary goal as storytellers is to elicit emotion. And you can't do that without conflict. There's got to be conflict. Um, Sorry. So 
So, and then he goes in and there's a schematic about conflict. The five turning points of conflict. All right. Opportunity. The new situation. The change of plans. And then the progress. And then the point of no return. And then the complication uh, and higher stakes. And then there's a major setback. And then there's a final point. And then the climax. And then the aftermath. And, you know, um, that is actually the five turning points of the conflict. On number one, opportunity. Number two, change of plans. Number three, point of no return. Number four, major setback. And number five, climax. He goes into these deep. Um, I'm not going to read all that. That's all. That is actually. Um, that's it. Uh, get the book and dig in deep to that stuff, man. If you have any want to know more, um, hit me up on a, on a private call or something, and, and I'll read it to you personally. But um, um, I can't. I can't go completely word for word. I almost did that already. The last paragraph of this chapter um, isn't that cool. Like it. Almost every successful movie, you will see the pattern of the hero's two journeys, which I never looked until now. When I first learned this whole process, I got really excited and I honestly a little overwhelmed. So I tried to find a way to simplify it, but not lose out the key elements needed to cause emotion and create the epiphany. Because that's the name of the game, is letting them have the epiphany. If you let them have the epiphany that they need your product, then... They're selling themselves and you don't have to sell them. And that's when we created these Epiphany Bridge scripts that I now use dozens of times a day. If if you would learn nothing else from this book, mastering this product will serve you for the rest of your life and everything you do. All right. So that's the hero's two journeys. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it packs some value in for you. The next segment is the Epiphany Bridge script. And he starts to go in laying out the script for exactly what it is. And so how you can um, model that. You know what I mean? He talks about the, um, the backstory. The backstory. The desires. The in- external struggle. The internal struggle. Uh, the brick wall. Uh, the epiphany. The plan. The conflict. The achievement. The transformation. No, and he goes into telling your origin story. And, uh, oh, that's in false beliefs. No, it stops there. It stops at, uh, the transformation. No, there's a whole bunch more there. So it's going to be a good chapter. The next one is going to be good as well. Every one of these chapters is good. And I just found out in March, in March, I believe. Um, we're going to start talking about the Traffic Secrets book. Um, uh, it's coming out in March. It's going to be able to be gotten in March. They're going to have a huge contest to try and sell that book. And I want to be in it. And I would like for you to get it. So anybody who has the want to start an online business, anybody who has an existing business, anybody who's selling information products, physical products, brick and mortar store. <coughs> Sorry. Um stuff like that, excuse me, stuff like that, um, you're going to need this book, you're going to need the, the Traffic Secrets, there's going to be a whole trilogy, there's three books, um, Com Secrets, Expert Secrets, Traffic Secrets, I gotta go, people are blowing me up, if nobody else told you today they love you, I love you, peace.